1: From the newsroom to the nursery,
0: we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid.
2: They are Anchor Moms. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. At least that's how we're convincing ourselves this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's our, it's uh, our favorite podcast. Uh, of, uh, of Anchor Moms. And this week, we're um, we are we're getting out of our comfort zone a little bit, and we're talking to a physician assistant who works at a dermatology office, and we talk about skincare care and... Dun, 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 injectables. Injectables. Woo! <laughs> Botox. Like Botox, which, fillers, that sort of stuff. One mm. of us actually admits
0: to using... <laughs> One of these injectables. We won't tell you who. You got to listen to the whole podcast for that one. (laughs) Um, I think this is really good information because listen, like what mom in their 30s doesn't have wrinkles? And does not want to make their skin look better. I mean, this is just, you know, we just need to get this info out there. Because everybody wants to know how they can look better, right? Right. And this is especially for you, Karen, who admitted that she hadn't washed her face, uh, (laughs) her TV
2: makeup off in like 10
0: years. (laughs) (laughs) After I admitted that I don't use any skincare products, then they were like, yeah, we should probably bring on a professional and talk to you about why you should use real products and (laughs) actually take care of your face. Yeah, more than just water. And speaking of
1: products, she goes through a long list of products. Um, from sunscreens, vitamin C, all kinds of retinol medicine. Um, so don't feel like you have to write all this down. We're going to try to link a lot of this in our in our show notes for you.
0: But yeah. she has some really good information. Yeah.
1: So listen in.
2: And joining us right now is Rebecca Rankin. Uh, she is a physician assistant at Forest Dermatology here in Asheville. Um, and I should mention that all of us, all three of us have been to Forest Dermatology specifically to Rebecca. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Tell us just a little bit about yourself, if you would.
3: Sure. Thank you for having me on. This is great. So I'm a physician assistant in dermatology. I've been doing that for about six and a half years in Asheville. I'm also a wife and a mother of a two-year-old son. So on days when I'm not working, which I work three days a week, I'm with him. I'm f- originally from Abingdon, Virginia, so Southwest Virginia. Um, and then I went to Wofford College where I met my husband and um, did PA school in Roanoke. So I've been with the practice ever since and love it.
0: You're a Southern girl. I'm from Virginia as well. So.
3: Oh, really? Whereabouts?
0: Just Richmond, but Richmond, mm-hmm.
3: little
0: connection just, there. Just,
3: just, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so did you always know that you wanted to go into dermatology, Rebecca?
3: Well, I've always been interested in dermatology. And one thing with being a PA you're trained as a generalist, um, and then you can rotate within specialties. So I actually rotated with Dr. Doris and Dr. Sigmund as a student, and then they hired me on from there. Um, and I... I've loved it ever since, and I've always had an interest in it. You know, a lot of what I do is medical dermatology, but a good portion is also aesthetics, and I enjoy that part about dermatology as well. You know, there's medicine, it's so visual, but then also there are some procedures and things that you can do too, so it's very hands-on.
1: So once I had my first child, I think I aged, I don't know, five, (laughs) ten years within the first six months.
3: Right. Literally, I would
1: look, I mean, I look in the mirror and I think I look so much older. <laughs> so I think women our age in, in their 30s, especially moms, you know, you don't have a lot of time for yourself and your skincare routine. Sure. Um, can you give us some quick tips that moms can take away in terms of skincare routines or even maybe something they could get from their dermatologist?
3: Yeah, totally. I think, um, you know, when you're starting to have kids, like, Late twenties, thirties, forties, you're looking at wanting to prevent aging and still look your best. And so a lot of antioxidants are really important and that can be an easy first step that you do in the morning. Um, some vitamin C products and other antioxidants <clears throat> that prevent like free radical damage and reverse sun damage, um, but that can also make your skin look brighter and tighter and lighter. So that's an easy, quick thing that you can put on. And then so a vitamin
1: C serum or lotion.
3: Mm-hmm. So vitamin C is a great one. I love, um, <clears throat> there's one called Floritin CF by SkinCeuticals and it's super because it's, it's packed with a ton of great antioxidants, um, and formulated by scientists. So, you know, you're getting a really good product, right? Cause not all antioxidants are created equal, but a good vitamin C is important to do. And, you know, that's safe with breastfeeding. So that's a good thing for mamas. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, go ahead.
0: No, sorry. I was just going to ask on that note, like, how do you know when you're looking at these products, obviously we want to be putting good things in our bodies, especially if we're pregnant or breastfeeding, those types of things. What, what should we be looking for? Like, are there ingredients or things that we should be looking for in these products to know whether it's a good thing or something that we should steer clear of?
3: Mm -hmm. I think I stick more toward, you know, some of the medical grade cosmeceuticals by trusted companies that are, you know, led by science and, um, you know, some of those top ones are you know, Skinceuticals, PCA, um, Obagi. You know, so I know those products, but I also I don't know necessarily what's necessarily on Amazon, right? So okay, we don't yeah. know so stick with those you're
1: brands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so vitamin C. What else do we need?
3: Um, <laughs> a good sunscreen. Uh, that's important, actually. I'm sure all derms will tell you that, but mm-hmm. that's a quick and easy way to. Uh, protect your skin from wrinkles Um, some of them are formulated with antioxidants in them which are super and that's a quick step for moms in the morning but um, a good sunscreen I like Elta MD Uh, UV clear is great because I don't know about you but I wear a mask all day at work Mm -hmm. and it starts to clog my pores and cause a little mask me if you will and so that's Mm -hmm. a super great one that has a little hyaluronic acid that um, just moisturizes your skin as well. So those are two like quick steps in the morning, get a vitamin serum on, get a sunscreen, and then, then your makeup if, if you're into that.
2: Oh, we're into them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're so into that. So when I mean, when should you start this stuff? I mean, at this point, we're all in our mid mid thirties, uh, mid to late thirties, I guess. At this point, um, when is when should you ideally start this? Or is it too late if we haven't already started using some of these products and thinking about this?
3: No, not too late. Um, ideally, you're starting in your twenties and you're starting to avoid the tanning bed, right? Um, but Do people still use those. People still do. No. <laughs> yes, even after existed. you find a skin cancer on them, they're still going. Do you do wow. you yell at them oh when gosh. people come
2: in and say that they're using the tanning pad? Mm. What do you say? <laughs>
3: um, I don't yell at them. Do you hit them? Um, <laughs> I think you they already know off. what I would say about it. Um, but I just, you know, sometimes... I think they think I can't tell, but I know the signs of tan. <laughs> <and juice. laughs> I can tell, um, you know, just, Hey, let's more, use more sun protection. You're looking extra, extra tan. or Molds are a little, you know, you're high risk. You've had a skin cancer. So let's <laughs> be careful. Extra crispy. Here. Right. Um, so, you know, sun protection is a huge thing just to maintain looking youthful, um, And so that's a good thing to, Um, be doing for your skin and then another thing that's quick and easy at night you know after you've done bath time bedtime you're exhausted a quick easy thing is washing your face and just putting on a retinoid or retinol that stimulates collagen and promotes cell turnover helps with pesky clogged pores so that's another quick easy step to do in the evening and that and that right there is a great regimen 20s 30s 40s too Mm-hmm. And I've kind of
1: been scared of like a, a retinol type thing because I feel like it's, maybe it's not good for, um, let's say if, if you are pregnant or if you're breastfeeding, um, a lot of our moms listening, maybe in that boat, should you avoid those types of um, intense face creams to just stick mm-hmm. to something more basic or what's your recommendation there?
3: Yes, when you're breastfeeding, and especially when you're pregnant, you're so limited in what you can use, and you can't use a retinol, and you can't use a retinoid cream either. Um, So moisturizing is really Mm -hmm. important to do. You know, we start to lose a lot of our collagen, unfortunately, and um, ceramides after we turn 30. I read that you can lose up to 40% of your ceramides by the time you're 30. And so Getting a moisturizer that has ceramides in it, is a um, safe thing to do. It's a great thing to do for your skin. Ceramides are these little proteins that kind of hold your cells together and hold in in moisture. And so if you start losing those, that's when your skin starts feeling drier. A lot of my patients complain, especially in their 40s, like my skin is just so dry now. I used to be oily, (laughs) not Mm -hmm. anymore. So a good moisturizer for that is super important.
2: And do, do you have a specific brand of all, all of this stuff that you use? Cause I'm just curious, <laughs> you throw out these terms and sometimes when you're just, when you're a layman listening, you're not exactly <laughs> sure how do you look for those products? Do you Google them? Or like, is there a specific line that you really like or a couple of lines that you really like?
3: Sure. So I am a skincare junkie. I have so many things on my bathroom counter, <laughs> but I think I have a few tried and true that I love. Um, so, uh, Over-the-counter, that's super easy to get and I think very affordable is the CeraVe line. I don't know if you've seen that one before in the drug. Yeah, you told me about that. I got it. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And it has ceramides in it.
3: It doesn't clog your pores. It's very cheap. Um, It's a great moisturizer for face and body. They've even come out with some vitamin C serums and some hyaluronic acid, which is just a really good um, moisturizer. And then there's even some other brands my favorite probably other face cream, especially for winter it's it 's a splurge, but it 's super is um skinceuticals triple lipid, and what scientists did is they just looked at like fatty acids and cholesterol and ceramides in the skin and then formulated that into a cream and it 's super rich and creamy and just smooth and nice and so that's a, that's a great one for you know all ages I think
1: okay, can I chime in here because you told me to get this 3-in-1 Renewal oh. Therapy yeah. Eye Cream. Total Eye. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's, yes, I, I so I it bought too. it. I'm looking, I'm looking like at my Amazon order. It, the <laughs> brand is Color Science. It's called Color Science Total Eye 3-in-1. Is and it one. tinted and or no? Here's, yeah, so it's tinted. Oh, it's tinted. It's like a makeup. I put it on in the morning. Uh-huh. And it, it's kind of cool when you put it underneath your eyes. And it's mm-hmm. it brightens your eyes. And it has a little bit of like a, a tint to it. Seriously, it works really, really well. Highly recommend. And it wasn't too expensive. I think it was like $60 or something. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. But it was a long time. And it's three in one. You're getting sun protection. You're getting some under eye circle, like to cover those dark circles from your lack of sleep with your child. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And, um, you know, and you're getting some anti-aging properties in there, too. So I love that one. And that sometimes is a quick one, especially if you're just wearing your mask. Like, just put some of that under the eye and go. Good
2: Mm -hmm. idea. Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. Um, Okay, so can we talk about injectables? Um, Because I feel like sometimes, like all the things we're talking about, like the lotions and the creams and the whatever, they're great. But sometimes you need just a little more, right?
3: Yes. Sometimes we're really expressive with our face and we just need to (laughs) soften those muscles. (laughs) Um.
2: Um, Yeah. So I just am going to be totally honest here. I started using Botox last year. Last year when I was 30, I guess I was 36. I had just turned 36. Mm -hmm. Um, At first, I sort of felt like I wasn't going to tell people about it. But now I feel like the longer I do it, the less ashamed I am of it. I just got to be, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like I, after I get Botox, I feel amazing. I, I feel that too. And you know what, like I, you know, what we were saying is exactly true. Like I had river, I get up at two o'clock in the morning, I'm tired. And I just feel like my skin and my face are just not the same. And I don't know, it's like a little, it's a little splurge for me. And I guess I'm like, sorry not sorry so let's just talk about it what's what do you think when is it it, um the right time to start thinking about things like botox or other injectables
3: yeah so everyone of course genetically is different and um, some people are more expressive than others so i like to say when you're starting to see a wrinkle or a furrow that you don't like on your skin at rest so you know when you're driving in your car and you look in the rear view mirror and you have like this deep line in between your eyebrows. That's a good time to start truly because Botox can be preventative and can soften that up. Um, And you're gonna get a good result when you start, when you're starting to see wrinkles that you don't like. And so I think there's a misconception that Botox is gonna completely change your face. You're not gonna look like yourself, um, but it's not a filler and it's going into the muscle and relaxing it so that you're not able to make a strong furrow between your eyebrows or lift your frontalis muscle, which is across your forehead as much to prevent those horizontal lines. And then another place Botox is great is just a little bit around the eyes. You know, you don't have to, a little goes a long way around the eyes. And so, um, especially with masks, you don't want to be completely frozen there. I don't think, especially with me, I'm talking with my patients and that's how I'm connecting with them is by my upper Mm -hmm. face. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I said so, it was funny. I saw you the other week just really quick and um we were talking about like, okay, do I wanna add more? Do I not? And you said, like, listen, I just injected somebody the other day and then I was looking at them with their mask on and I was like, Are you smiling? Are you happy? Are you unhappy? <laughs> and you just, like,
3: yeah, <laughs> it was my nurse. I was like right. Are you are are you happy? I can't tell. <laughs> no, I could not so like, like I something... did put a good amount in there, so
2: yeah. It's something to think about these days because it's true. A lot of people just see your eyes and your forehead. So mm-hmm. that's how they're reading, reading your emotions. So mm-hmm. maybe lay off a, some of the, the, the Botox until yeah, maybe around the, the
3: eyes. eyes. I mean, that's yeah. what I think anyway. Some yeah. people want to be um, very, very still. Yeah. <laughs> <that's good> too. <laughs> I think a little bit of movement is um, natural. And then sometimes people can't really tell that you have Botox in there.
1: Yeah. So I have a mm-hmm. question. I've heard some horror stories about Botox. People trying to get it on the cheap, oh. or like disport or something like that. Going to places um, that might not be certified, or like going to the mall, getting some Groupon's. Well, what's your recommendation? Obviously, you're a PA, and it, you know you have the credentials. What would you mm-hmm. tell people who are wanting to try this, but maybe you know don't know where to start? Should they should they call their dermatologist? Mm-hmm. What should be the first step? <clears throat>
3: I think definitely doing your homework and looking into um, the injector that you're going to to have. You want someone who's trained in the anatomy of the face, um, and so that's important. You know, if if it's a practice with mm-hmm. medical doctors, but they're also in the mall, great. You know, um, a lot of other like estheticians, other types of providers too, are injecting. PAs, nurse practitioners, you just want to make sure that this is something they do frequently. Um, You know, I don't know.
1: So, like, you can go to a med spa? Like, we don't have to go to a dermatologist's office to get this done?
3: I think you can go to some med spas. So, um, like, our medical spa doesn't do any of the injections. It's left only to the provider. So, you know, I can speak to that. But I think you just want to make sure whoever is injecting you really has done it before, does it a lot, um, knows where to place the Botox, that's really important so you don't get a drooping lid or um, asymmetrical eyebrow. You know, some of those things (laughs) can be touched up, but um, not always. Thankfully, Botox is something that wears off after three months. It's a really safe thing to do, um, kind of as a preventative aging thing as well, so. If you hate it, it wears off. But well, people, most three people like a long it. Time. it yeah, it's exactly. a long time Yeah, so you to want to make sure you get it done well, I think, the first time.
0: Just wear yourself. So I have a question. mask everywhere. <laughs> yeah, then you'll be good. Um, so if you're someone like me who, like when you were describing the resting face wrinkles, Um, that's me to a T. I have a lot of those. I didn't realize that was like the sign. Um, uh, I do have a lot of wrinkles, but I'm one of those people who's pretty low maintenance and not probably going to go the injectable route. So what would be your like maybe top one or two, um, tips if you're not going to do that, but you still want to, I know you mentioned some other products. Um, is there anything else that you can suggest if you're not going to go the injectable route?
3: So I think a really great retinoid at night is um, a great thing to do because it does stimulate collagen and it promotes cell turnover too. So you can get improvement in pigmentation and over time it can help prevent like fine lines and wrinkles. Um, So, you know, that's a proven thing that really does work. And then really, truly sunscreen (laughs) is super great um, at preventing those. Um, I have seen some of those silicone forehead applications have you seen those yes no, I was gonna ask you about that. like
1: the hydro the hydrogel patches
3: right I haven't personally tried those I but when I was <laughs> pregnant I was like I might need that for my forehead <laughs> uh, I yeah, got the ones I that
1: you could put underneath your eyes did it oh. work I'm, I can I mean I guess I don't know
2: That's I need to try. For, are they safe for pregnancy? I mean, that's the that's the thing. Is like, I think like my <laughs> sister is pregnant right now, and she's really looking for, um, like what can I use in terms of skin care? She's thirty five and has like all of the same concerns for us. So it is interesting to try to find things because you know, like from the time you're pregnant until you're finished, if you breastfeed for a year, that's a really long stretch of time <laughs> to mm-hmm. not be able to use a lot of the skin care stuff that you know is effective, right? Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say for her, you know, you're just kind of basically you're cutting out some of the acne washes and you're cutting out retinoids, but she can still do some great antioxidants, lots of vitamins into the skin, vitamin serums. Um, And, you know, some of our um, pregnant women who struggle with a little bit of hormonal acne too, we have some safe prescriptions on uh, regimens that we can prescribe for them as well, but, um, moisturizing and vitamin C and sunscreen. So, you know, that can be a good regimen right in there for her as well. Mm -hmm.
2: So besides Botox, um, which is really the only injectable that I'm familiar with, what are some other injectables that people that are safe that people might consider?
3: So more people are considering fillers, um, just enhancing, even I've seen it in some of our 30s and 40s and not so much in 60s and mm-hmm. 50, 60, 70-year-olds, but even in a younger population too, um, just to make their lips a little bit more enhanced or starting to get some aligns around the, what's called the nasolabial fold, so that smile line. Um, you know, we start to lose fat in our face and volume, and so that can start to be more noticeable. And some people, you probably wouldn't even know thankfully in the actual area people want to do fillers and aesthetics and make it look very subtle and just enhance their natural beauty they don't want to look done up right so or overfilled so thankfully a lot of people will get it and you have no idea but it's just pushed up a little of that line around their mouth and looks very natural looks very pretty so that
2: lasts longer
3: yeah so filler lasts longer it can last um Depending on which one you use, it can last anywhere from six months to 18 months. Wow. Really? So you better like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So I have a question. Are there any, um, if you use these products, is there any, like, let's say you get in and you don't like it or, you know, down the road, you decide not to do it anymore. Is there any um, negative, I guess, uh, to your skin Mm -hmm. down the road?
3: That's a great question. I think if you're getting overfilled, you know, that could, that could potentially stretch the skin. And then when you're not filling that in anymore, you could notice a little bit more sagging. I think that's subtle, but I think that certainly can happen, especially if you're overfilling an area. Um, but I would say for the most part, you're losing volume anyway. So you're putting it in your body slowly breaks, um, down the filler. The ones I use are hyaluronic acid fillers, which are normal cells that you have in your body. Anyway, it's just cross linked. So it's just a slower breakdown of that into the body. But let's say it was, um, you were unhappy with it, or you just didn't like it. Those are safe fillers that actually have an enzyme that you can inject that can break the filler down. So it's not like putting a permanent filler. Good. Good to know. Mm hmm.
0: Okay, so you
1: have a two-year-old. How in the world do you balance being a PA and dealing with a two-year-old? And in the middle of a pandemic, mind you.
3: (laughs) Um, Well, thankfully, we're back in the office. But during the beginning of it, I was doing some telemedicine. um, And I would just do some telemedicine when he would nap. Mm Because otherwise, you know, you got to keep your eyes on a two-year-old. They're always getting into something. Right. Truly. Like the other day, I turned around and he had pulled my makeup bag off the counter, unzipped it, got out my mascara and brushed his teeth with it. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> so you, I mean, you have to have all eyes on that little guy. But, um, I think for me, I'm really fortunate to work three days a week. And initially when I came back from maternity leave, which is really hard, harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was went back three days and then I went back four and then I went to, um, one of the doctors that I work for, Dr. Orson, I was like, I think I need to go back three days. And I was really nervous to talk to him about that. But you know, he's so supportive. And it's really helpful to have um, both the physicians that I work with their family men, and they're just really supportive of me doing that never made me feel guilty about it. Um, And I think that trickles down too because with my nurses, it helps us in the workplace, like I understand it more as a mom, like your kid has a fever. Okay. we'll stay home with them. Or your kid has a two hour delay. Um, okay. You'll be a few hours late and that's okay too. So I think juggling it all comes from having support at the workplace. And then I'm thankful my mom helps watch him a lot during the week. So that's nice. And then my husband is super helpful while I get ready in the morning. He gets, he gets James Isaac ready. So,
2: and what about just the fact that you are seeing patients sort of in a Kind of an endless rotation there at the office. And we are in a pandemic. Do you worry about getting COVID and bringing it home? Just talk a little bit about that.
3: Well, sure, it's a concern. (laughs) uh, We certainly trust a lot of our front staff doing the screening process at the front. Um, You know, that's really important. And most of our patients have been super um, receptive to that. But we're, you know, we are checking for temperatures and doing a little bit of a questionnaire. And hoping that people are super honest before they come back and see us, uh, because it is a concern. You know, when the pandemic first started, and I was seeing some, um, like some ICU nurses as my patient, I'm like coming in with my N95 and yeah, <laughs> yeah. a full shield. Um, we're still really careful, but thankfully, I think um, you know, no one has. No one that I work close with has been sick from it, so we're just hand washing, honestly, as much as we normally do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and then just constantly spraying, cleaning, doing something like that. Our nurses are super great at keeping the office just sanitized constantly. But it is a concern, I think, even more in taking the virus potentially home to my mom, who's watching uh, my child, because she would be at more at risk, you know, and I certainly try to be careful keeping her in mind as well because I love her and she watches mm-hmm. my son
2: too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's it. Do we have any other questions, ladies? I don't know. Questions, no, but this comments, has been concerns. super helpful. Thank it you. It really is. I bet when you have like dinner or drinks with your girlfriends, they, this is like all you do, right? Is people ask you <laughs> skin questions. Like, what should I inject? What should I, what should I buy?
3: Right? right, and also like, is this mole okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: gosh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. pulling up their shirt and like showing you all guys of things. Yeah. Well, like, look, I li- literally took notes. So. Yeah, I did. <laughs> too. That was some I amazing information. Out. Thank you so much, it Rebecca,
3: for well, all thank you, that. Thank you, thank you, for you having thank me you. On it was great talking with you, ladies, this morning.
0: All right. Big thanks again to Rebecca for all of that great information. Um, all of us need a little help when it comes to uh, not only skincare, but just, you know, feeling better about yourself. Right. Yeah. And you feel pretty. You just feel better all around. So thank you
1: for that little <laughs> pick me up, Rebecca. True. True. Thank you so much, Rebecca. We hope we hope that you guys took away something from that. Let us know if you like these sort of podcasts to interviews with these sorts of people, because it's entertaining to us and our friends circle. Um, so we'd like to hear from you guys too. So leave us a review. Let us know. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and write your comments there.
3: And thanks for listening.
0: Have a great, have a great week.
2: Thank you moms. Bye.
3: For listening.